0: Mew, say thank you to Headley for sponsoring the show.
1: Mew, 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 mew. Thank you. That's very good. Mew. I see this show is sponsored by Headley. Headley. This show is sponsored by Headley.
2: Kathy. Uh, what?
0: <laughs> I want our listeners to know that every time I go, Kathy, that what <laughs> has come before it is like seventeen minutes of attempts to create some sort of magical energy before we start a show and they never seem (laughs) to work. So then I always
2: (laughs) You know by now you know how the word Kathy looks as a squiggly line and you just (laughs) automatically throw away everything before then.
0: (laughs) I just know. I know the Kathy signal when I look in editing. I go Kathy I go, that's it. (laughs) It's time to start a show. But you know what's important, Kathy, is besides the fact that you're such a hot piece of ass and your squiggly line is, you know, not is kind of inferior to my squiggly line. Ah! What is what is important is that every perverted podcast listener knows your name. Name recognition, Kathy. That's true. It's all about name recognition. They all are like, well, it's that guy and Kathy.
2: Right. Right. They don't know your name at all. Give me a break.
0: They don't. (laughs) How often do we say my name during a show? You don't go, oh, God, Boogie. Oh, God, no. Oh,
2: my God. How many times have you heard this? Boogie, really? (laughs) I say that all the time.
0: Oh, does that mean I just don't pay attention to you?
2: (laughs) Exactly. You know what? You just made my point. You never listen to me, Boogie. You never listen
0: to me. Well, what do you want me to do? You have an inferior squiggly line.
2: Ow! Oh, stop talking about my inferior squiggly line. Oh, i yeah, got yeah. a story to tell in Potato Mayhem whenever you're ready.
0: Okay, well, fuck it. Let's start a show. The following show is for mature audiences only. Listener discretion is advised. And if you don't like it, please go fuck yourself. One, two, three, four! Do you feel your sex life is quite
1: lame? Perverted podcast. Scared that your desires might be strange? Perverted
0: podcast. Come and join the kinky world of play. Perverted podcast. Welcome to the Perverted Podcast, the show where we explore the adventures of the kinky lifestyle, sex, and perversion. Recording live from our own laptop
2: somewhere in Los Angeles. I have no clue where Boogie is right now, but I am at
0: Creative Explorers. I'm Kathy. I am Count Boogie, and Kathy is a squiggly line.
2: (laughs) I am a squiggly line.
0: (laughs) What is your story? You said you had a story.
2: Yes, I have a story so i'm at creative explorers and i 'm- fe- you know it's been a long week and i'm feeling um you know things are still the pandemic is, and I know some of the restrictions have been lifted but i am just for other reasons as well i'm feeling a lot of pressure and it was not this was not a great week and uh I found myself and i hate saying this not looking forward to going to creative explorers oh. yeah, just wanting to stay at home instead and crawl under the covers and so I get here and uh, I say hi. We goof off a bit. We go to the store to get some food. Come back and uh, he starts to kind of do his own thing. And I turn on my laptop and turn on what I usually turn on when I'm feeling blah, which is Sesame Street. Wait so a I'm in it. Wa- what? <laughs> what do you mean? Usually do this? I <laughs> I've told you. I've even talked about it on the show. Yeah, that's Man, true. You, you do really don't Street. listen. Okay. <laughs> no, I just don't remember. So, um I'm watching Grover and Burton and Ernie and I'm just I just love watching that fucking show. I I I don't know what it is about it. I don't feel like I turned into a kid. I'm just so happy when it's on. So, I kind of finish he and I, I don't know what happened. He and I go to the couch because he wanted to show me some videos and stuff and we're watching shit. And I start acting weird like I start really needing him to sing me Rubber Ducky. <laughs> <laughs> and I just keep bothering him going, come on, sing Rubber Ducky for me. <laughs> Is that and what I'm, you were trying to get me to sing that to you the other day? Was I? I don't remember. <laughs> You're like Rubber Ducky Needy? I, was, I don't remember asking you to sing that.
0: That was literally like two, three days ago. Wow. We were talking about something and I was like, holy birders, it was something stupid. And you're like, say the rabbit duckies! On.
2: See, the men in my life don't pay any attention to me. <laughs> they don't do what I tell them to do.
0: <laughs> That's because you have a hard time going out and getting submissive men. You seem to keep going for men that are that like to be the top.
2: Well, this is true. I kept asking him and I, I, I knew he wasn't going to, but I just, I had this weird sound to my voice and and it almost reminded me of when I get a little bit um, drunk because I, I buzzed. I never get really drunk. I never drink enough to get drunk. But I, when, once in a while, I'll have a little cocktail and I'll get buzzed and I get punchy. Right. And, um, and it lasts for about 10 minutes and then I fall asleep. And so I, it kind of reminded me of that. And he's all, you're really punchy and I... And I, the minute he said that, I realized, you know what? I'm not punchy. Watching Sesame Street brings out the little in me. And but- that's... What it, that exactly described how I had been behaving ever since I turned off the computer and got on the couch to watch his stupid videos was that I was like very needy. And I must have asked him like 50 times, come on, sing Rubber ducky for me.
0: <laughs> like a drunk girl. That's amazing. It, but it was, hey, it was listen, little Kathy. Listen, listen to me. <laughs> hey, wait. No, wait. Kathy, I, I got to say, Kathy, can listen to me. Okay, listen, listen to me, Kat- Kathy. Are you listening, <laughs> Are you Kathy? Kidding? Listen to me. I love you, Kathy. <laughs> I love you. I lo- listen to me. Listen, <laughs> Stop you're not. It. <laughs> <laughs> That's like every drunk party I've ever been at, watching people have conversations with each other. It's a it listen. Actually- <laughs> listen to. <me. laughs> no, now listen. I-, I swear to God, listen. <laughs>
2: It's very alarming how close to being buzzed my little sounds.
0: <laughs> Maybe like you just had some fermented grape juice and like a little Caprice sun squishy pack or no. something. No.
2: I mean no, my my voice was slurring a little bit and I was like, "Come sing And here's the here's the fun part. He actually did it. Why? I'm bothered him like a child would enough that he said, fine, he relented and he sang, actually he sang just the first two lines
0: of Rubber Ducky. (laughs) That is amazing.
2: I was so happy. I was as happy as a little would be and that's when it cemented it for me. I thought, oh my God, my little just came. I accidentally released my little by watching Sesame Street.
0: Kathy. What? That is the strangest intoxication story I think I have ever heard in my life. I mean, I have used a lot of drugs and I've been around a lot of drug people, but I have never heard of someone getting loaded watching fucking Sesame Street. This is a first. It has a power all its own. Why are we looking for dealers? You got to drive down. You got to get in your car. You got to look for cops. You got to, you know, there's all sorts of shit. You might get shot. You might get stabbed. You might get robbed. All you have to do is turn on fucking Sesame Street. That's right. Mister Snuffleupagus runs across the screen, and you're high as a fucking kite.
2: Exactly. It's. A, I think we've discovered something here.
0: I can't believe it.
2: <laughs> anyway, I can't that believe. Was fun.
0: It. We just found a new drug <laughs>
2: for Kathy. We're, we're like we're like Huey Louis. I want a new drug. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: want a new drug. Oh, poor Huey. He lost his hearing. No. Yeah. He can't really sing anymore. He's got he's got some uh, medical. I mean, you know, fuck him. UK you know, you had a career, a long career that I'll never fucking even dream of having. Fuck you. God damn it. But it is shitty that he. I think he lost a lot of his hearing. And and so he can't keep tune and stuff like that. So he has to do different types of music now. Wow. Way to bring down the room, Boogie. We were all high on fucking <laughs> Bert and Ernie. And now I gotta throw some fucking, you know, here's the end of someone's career that they didn't volunteer for. Sorry, Huey. God damn it. Yeah, my
2: little, you just kicked her in the gut and
0: threw her (laughs) out in the street. (laughs) Which is important to understand that it's so hard. Sometimes I'm the shittiest daddy when somebody is in little space because as a daddy, and this needs to be said, is that it is really easy to drag a little because when they're in little space, they don't want to hear adult life stuff because that's why they escaped to being a little. And so all of a sudden you start talking about some real shit, and you got to be really careful when someone. And Bunny used to, you know, call me on that every now and again because you know I'm a manic psychopath. Uh, I would, you know, we everyone would be playing, and then something would kind of, uh, and I would you know, just bring up some stupid random fact, like yeah, Huey Lewis is going to die of of head cancer, you know, because he can't oh. sing. And Bunny would be like, Daddy. <laughs> and then she'd, she'd all of a sudden be, like, not little anymore. And I'm like, ah, sorry, That's pumpkin. True. Daddy's just manic. It's true. You know
2: why? <laughs> because I I know that being a brat is an, an aspect of my little. But adult Kathy is very much present when I'm briding out. It's definitely not a little space. But I, fr- I wanted to fucking cry when, when Creative Explorer wouldn't sing me, you know, yell a rubber ducky. I just I I just made me so sad. I was like very fragile all of a sudden and there was Adult Kathy was kind of in the background going, all right, I'm gonna pull the plug any minute now if he doesn't sing this fucking song for you. (laughs) (laughs) You know when you do that? Wait, do that again. That's Ernie. Ernie does that. I love stop doing that. You're gonna turn me back into a little for the show.
0: That's great. So we no. do. So I can save on money for the drunk show. We haven't done a drunk show in a long time. I, I mean, we do don't really show. can't do that now. But um, but uh, remember, we, we did the do drunk, drunk show.
2: Yeah, we could do a drunk show with just me getting drunk over here on my end. And doesn't that would be great? It doesn't challenge your sobriety at all. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be great. So right. how do we get on this topic?
2: I Sesame Street. <laughs> Sesame <laughs> I
0: Street, drunk Kathy. Bad Daddy, sobriety. Huey Lewis, <laughs> sobriety <laughs> challenge, and let's just move. Oh, I was going to talk about uh, Mormon Mormon date night with Mew.
2: Mormon date night, with Mormon date- those. That that's that's a phrase I w- thought I would never hear you say.
0: Mormon date night, leave room for the Holy Spirit date with Mew. I wow. actually went to Mew. There was some contact issues. Uh, A family member came and and they weren't super safe. And so we weren't going to contact and then they didn't want me. It was like a whole thing. So basically it wasn't going to work out that we could fuck or cuddle or something like that. But we still wanted to see each other. And even though it was going to be really awkward, I'm like, okay, well, let's, uh, let's just wear our masks and social distance. And so we did, we hung out for like three hours and we walked around, you know, the little ocean marina thingy, and just talked. And then we sat on a bench, you know, like three, four feet apart from each other, which was pretty awkward. Oh. I'm like, I know, you know, I shoved a boiled octopus in your pussy. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I just want you to remember that, Missy. And,
0: and now, and now we're leaving room for the Holy Spirit in the middle here, you know. So, <laughs> so uh, our Mormon Holy Spirit date night. But I mean in a sense it was actually very nice. It was nice to spend time with Mew and, and to hear all her preparations for med school. And, and she is, uh, she is going out of state and, uh, she's getting ready for that and finding a place to live and, you know, getting very excited about that. And so we're both very excited. And so talking about all that kind of stuff was really good. And then at the end of the night, the closest we did cheat a little bit ish. I fucking knew it. I had, Well, I had a sweater on and she had a sweater on and I'm like, well, I'm going to go now. And she was really tired and falling asleep. So she was going to get back on the boat. And uh, and she just like kind of pulls her sleeve over her hand, you know, and I pull my sleeve over my hand. And then I held her hand and I squeezed her hand with sweater to sweater protection. And told her I loved her, and and uh, and, then, and then I left.
2: I got to tell you, if my little were out right now, she'd be crying. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> that night helps you deal with mental herpes. Let's put a logic on on our brain. Now we're better protected from a king-shaming world.
2: For your peace of mind, please know that the author of every post we talk about has absolutely and specifically given me in an email specific permission to do so. I what have. Was proof it specific? What it was, was it very specific? specific. It was so specific that it couldn't be anything else. I'm telling you, I could show you the proof.
0: Don't question me. <laughs> I'm not questioning you. And you know what is really sad, Kathy? What? I couldn't sing you the rubber ducky song even if I wanted to because it is not in my head.
2: <laughs> it is not in your repertoire.
0: If I heard it, obviously I would go, oh yeah, the rubber ducky song. I watched that all the time, but I literally would, I do not know the rubber ducky song in my head right now.
2: I could sing it for you, but my little would come out and then I'd be gone for the rest of the show. You'd be <laughs>
0: juiced. <laughs> oh, goddammit. it. Sobriety test Kathy. <laughs> <laughs> She's been watching Grover. <laughs> Near. Wait, wait. Okay. We got to do it once. Near. <laughs> you got to you remember
2: you? your sesame street <laughs> i do
0: i actually did that all night when i was a dj on k-rock and, <laughs> and people were calling up they're all god damn it grover cut it out <laughs> grover, i had this I big rolling grover. chair and i would just be all near like in between songs i'd be all near and then i'd roll the chair all the way to the back <laughs> of them and i'd go Whoa! And then I'd start the next song. It was fun. I got fired.
2: (laughs) But it was fun.
0: But it was fun. And the listeners
2: liked it. (laughs) Yeah,
0: three of them. Three of them did. The rest of them were probably
2: really annoyed. Three of them who remember their Sesame Street. All right, shall I go on here? Indeed. All right, we have a post by a new writer for us. His name is Boy Andy. He wrote a post called, There is victory in surrender. He said, I heard this line and I have been rolling it over and over in my mind. What does it mean? Where is the victory? And what does surrender actually mean? Then I began to think about the ways that I was surrendering to things that didn't actually have anything to do with surrendering to another person. My daddy and I haven't gotten to spend much time together recently, but we were going to be getting together this past weekend. And I told him vaguely that I needed to, quote, go down. He asked me what kind of going down I meant, and in this moment, I had the opportunity to continue to be vague, and I may or may not have gotten what I needed, or I could surrender to my needs and be honest with him about what I truly needed. I chose to go that route. I surrendered to the fact that I have needs that were becoming overwhelming. Now, I want to be also everything to everyone all the time. That desire drives everything I do. Unfortunately, the side effect of that desire is that I end up feeling that I'm falling, failing on all fronts. So right now in this moment, as I write this, I'm surrendering to the fact that all I can do is my best and that I have to let others help and that I cannot be all things all the time. So I've got the surrender part down. Now, where's the victory? Well, for me, the victory is that I finally feel comfortable in my own skin again. The victory is that I got every bit of what I needed this weekend, that I can breathe again, and I can feel like I'm a good boy, a good daddy, and a good husband. The victory is in the surrendering. Clap, 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 clap. Clapity clap, clap. clap. The good clap.
0: I do like that. It was a very good (laughs) post. It was a very good post. Did you uh, specifically pick this post uh, so that I would have to reflect
2: on that? Oh, my God. You are so crazy. Every time that I pick a post is at random because I pick posts, I send out the permission request, I get it, I stick it in my list and then when it comes time to go pick something, I just go, oh, that one sounds, the title sounds good, never hardly even remembering what it was that, that it was and I put it in there and then I start reading it and pulling it apart and think to myself, How much you want to bet Boogie's going to take this personally and think it's all about him and I chose it because we had an argument this week or we had a a talk this week and it's about no,
0: Boogie. I didn't say it was about an argument. I just said it was, you know, that, you know, sometimes it seems like, oh, because this is like right up my alley right now.
2: Yeah, but I actually chose this before whatever it was that got you down this week. Which we're not going to talk about. I mean, got this you is down, like this
0: way, life. So. This is life down.
2: <laughs> yeah, it, is. well, it's true, but this was before our talk, and um, I was I no almost any post that I choose speaks a lesson to us, and it's usually coincid Actually, I never choose it with an agenda like that. It's if it is, it's it's nothing but a, a coincidence.
0: Well, I'm glad that that this coincidence happened. At this time, because it really was a good post, because obviously I have a lot of trouble with surrender to authority, with surrender to help, with surrender to all of the other voices in my head. But I, I really like the idea of surrendering to the fact that this is this is what I got. This is the boogie that I have. I don't have any other boogie. I have tried my whole life to be 10,000 other boogies. But right now, I can only surrender to the fact that this is what I have, and I can only do the best with what I have. I cannot pretend that I am something else. I cannot project myself. I can't pretend there is nothing that I can do other than to be this boogie right now, for better or for worse. Love-hate, good-bad, toxic-healthy, there is nothing I can do. And when I surrender to that, just like the poster, then it doesn't mean I necessarily feel great, but it means I I can work. Because now I just take what I am and I go, well, here's what I would like to do. Can we do that? And how can we do that? And how much of that can we do? And when I surrender to that part, I can get a show done in the middle of pure insanity, pure hanging by a fucking thread insanity. I can, I can go, I know I can do a show. I know I can talk with Kathy and we can have our meetings and I can meet with Enigma and Dell and everyone that I have to meet with and organize listeners. That's, That's at the end, the ultimate of what I can do. And that's all I have to do because it takes away my responsibility of being what I'm not. Does that make sense?
2: Oh my God, does it ever make sense? I remember years ago um, discovering the power of surrender and not even understanding what was happening at the time. But it took me a long time in, in my life to figure out the dynamic of that particular action, because he's right when he says at the top of his post, it's not about surrendering to somebody else. It's about surrendering to yourself. And that's when I, I realize, oh, that's what it is, because I'm always fighting with myself. We are. We fight with ourselves. We say, well, we're this way, but we shouldn't be. We should be a lot better. We should instead be that. That over there, that fantasy figure in my head, that's what I should do. That's what I should be. And we have one of those fantasy figures for almost every aspect of our life. We point to it and that's what we aspire to. And Now, this can be a good thing, but we never know when to put on the brakes and we never know when it turns bad. No one ever teaches you in school. It's great to have a goal and to have that fantasy and to think, This is one I want to accomplish. This is what I want to aspire to. But then nobody tells you how to stop it from going over the edge into the really, really bad place where it actually has the ability uh, to ironically stop you from getting what it is that you want. And then the voice starts in, hit. And why aren't you that right now? Why? Because you're an asshole. That's why. Because you suck. Because you're not capable of getting that. And you don't realize the stranglehold that part has on you until you surrender to it and by surrendering, releasing it. And you feel such tremendous relief when that is gone. It's only at that time that you understand fully how hard it was on you, how much pressure it was on you, and how much it was really debilitating you because suddenly that stranglehold is gone. So I understand that surrender to yourself very, very well. And I love this post for it. And I thought this is really good to talk about because it's, it's every aspect of your life in, in BDSM and in the kink community. Oh my God, how how many times have you said, well, I want to be a better submissive. I want to be a better dominant. I want to be better at throwing a flogger or whatever. And suddenly, again, as in the rest of life, you don't realize when that aspiration goes over the edge and turns into the bad part and gets you down because you see tons of people around you who are better at it than you. You see all the submissives being able to take, all the beatings and the bruises that they get. How come I can never do that? I mean, I could go on and on. But surrender is a lovely thing once you've gotten over the edge, and that part needs to be gotten rid of. There you go. Bam. Damn.
0: Drop the rubber ducky. Uh,
2: hee hee hee. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I love Ernie so much. <laughs> oh my God. I think something that I really need to point out, but n- is probably obvious to everyone. Okay, maybe it's not obvious to everyone. Mm. It's the su- surrender is very similar to forgiveness in in the fact that it's perpetual meaning that you don't just surrender once and then you're good to go for life that surrender literally has to be daily sometimes by the minute because the voices for whatever reason think they're trying to help are not helping those voices don't stop. They don't just go away. Those are parts of your mind. Those are different parts of your consciousness and different parts of your brain that are that are trying to survive. And when you're telling them, no, 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 we can't do it that way, well, they're not going to just stop. They're going to continue to function and try to perform whatever function evolution told them they're supposed to perform. And so that surrender... That reevaluating who you are in the moment, that is perpetual. So there'll be like a time where you reach that surrender and then you see the benefit and you start to uh, get all the good feelings and the good chemicals released in your brain. And maybe you have a season to where you're effective at your level, but then those voices come in for whatever reason or trigger or whatever, and then you have to reassess and re-surrender. So a I, lot of times, yeah. uh, you know what I mean, because it's a lot of times I you're do. like, oh my God, I, I I forgave my mom years ago. Why do I now all of a sudden hate her again? Well, because it's perpetual. You may have to reevaluate that it, from time to time, sometimes on a regular basis, and then re-surrender or re-forgive.
2: Yeah, you're absolutely right. There is an element of forgiveness in the in what we're discussing, and it's it is not that it's not there. It's just that surrender for me has a very particular. Uh, um, meaning because when I say surrender, I mean surrender to myself. I can forgive other people and I can forgive myself. And surrender is something that I usually will only do when I'm in a fight with myself, when there is a, a battle going on. I mean, it's very telling that we use the word surrender because there's two opposing forces. There's the part of me that um is the way I am. And the other part of me that wants me to be a different way, and that battle is exhausting and so um i I absolutely understand what you're saying um i and I believe that a lot of times forgiveness rides right on the heels of surrender because once you surrender, then I kind of have no choice but at that point to look at the part of myself that's been fighting that battle and goes and go i you know forgive me for putting you in this battle and making you um always putting that mirror up to you and telling you what you should be but and pointing out that you're not there yet.
0: The forgiveness is almost harder than the surrender. I guess they do go hand in hand. I don't know which comes first. Probably the surrender, like you said. Right. But I do realize that those voices that want whatever the hell they want, that that they think are positive but are not, they really use the forgiveness as a wedge against that other part of my mind that wants to surrender. Yeah. Especially, especially in time any time that you're down or you're going through things, you know, I mean, how many times, how many thousands of times have I tried to forgive myself for the mistakes I made in, in my big opportunity at K rock and, you know, those types of things. But the surrender, it's just a I don't know it's just to survive
2: um, yeah I've, I I wish it didn't have to get there that I could get get rid of it sooner but unfortunately for me at least too often when I've surrender I, I feel a need to surrender or I know that that's something I need to do it's because I've reached such a point of critical mass that if I don't I'm gonna go under Um it becomes so apparent that I'm having this internal struggle uh, that, and and it's so apparent because it the fight has has started to take over huge chunks of my of my psyche, and that's the point where I realize I have to surrender. I wish it didn't have to get to that point, but I haven't developed the skill yet that allows me to see it coming before it's there. I mean, that's just me. Good post, a very good post. I like it. I hope we can get some more out of this author because that was very well done.
0: Well done. Well well enunciated <laughs> we
2: enunciated
0: did we not we <laughs> enunciate well the poster enunciated we just kind of babbled around it <laughs> oh boogie bb discord is a crazy fleece when i try to figure out a bunch just stroke on rage drooling out my mouth confused as hell i can't get it to work but that's why we have dell dell discord dell discord dell oh yeah is this,
3: Captain, I probably got laid a whole lot this week on the other end? Um, you would be correct in that assumption, since I had a devil at my residence from April 30th to May 11th. I
0: like how you even know the dates. The dates of dicking. Dicking the devil from this date to this date. Was it glorious, Dell? It was
3: glorious. It was not every single day, but it was many of them. I am excited. Did you do any uh, crazy kinky stuff, or was it just lovin' and lovin'? Um, there was a bit of kinky of there was some wax and, um, ice that was used on my person by the devil, so I actually switched for once. It was novel. Oh, very good. So do you like wax play? Um, the wax that they used was a bit higher than I'm used to pain tolerance-wise, so we switched to the cold, which I'm much more well-adjusted to. So the ice cubes you were down with, but the, the wax... At least the wax they were using. Like, I'm a bit of a, um not high pain on that so i'm normally doing like um the massage wax is like oh these are legit candles these sting from like even if you're like three feet up so it's like oh this is more intense than what i do to other people got it cool could we go to cold
0: this is very important because we obviously we talk a lot about the different types of wax that people use and unless you're really into high high temperatures dinner candles are always going to suck And possibly even burn you if you have very sensitive skin.
3: Yes, and if you want to go in the discord or you're on there um one of our discordians has posted a very in-depth guide that they've given like as a class lecture for the different temperatures and lengths and how long before you get burns of the various types that's
0: actually very very helpful at, at, at a default if you use spa wax the stuff that they use in spas to dip your hands and elbows and feet in that burns at a lower temperature around 120 degrees and then of course soy wax which is messier you know that burn that uh, that melting point is at about one fifteen, so that's even that's even lower.
3: Yes, and those can definitely also be messier on cleanup since they can almost be melted by body temp. So definitely prep for that. Yes, use a tarp. God damn it, use a goddamn tarp. Well, at least I'm glad
0: some of that was was fun for you, and you got some yeah. chance to do some switching.
3: Yes, and it offset the. I had um, there are some inner species relations. Uh, not rule 34, um, devil <laughs> brought over their two dogs. Uh, wait a minute, the dogs were fucking? No, no, no. The inner species, as in, they brought their two dogs, and I have a cat. Oh. Yes. Did they not get along well? Um, the various energy levels, there was no murder, it's just of them, uh, uh, my cat is very calm and mellow. The puppy that is a very large breed, related to a mastiff, is huge and skittish, and then the small one is a borkmaster. Though it listens to clicker training, so it was the temperaments do not align. Though they they got along at like the we're four feet apart. Don't just walk any closer, and we're good. So mellow cat was like fuck this shit. These guys need to fucking
0: chill the fuck out.
3: Did it swat at him or hiss? Um it did a bit of hissing and there was almost a swat, but we 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 mitigated as the parents of our pets and we were more <laughs> distracted by just um tummy issues of the new puppy and uh, going on multi- yeah. Oh,
0: oh, anyone that owns a dog, you just oh. Oh, yeah, you poor fucker,
3: poor devil! Because they cleaned up all of that. They're, they're, uh, I would say they're a saint, but they're Satan. So close enough.
0: Oh my god, that can oh that can make a bummer of a day. Well, I mean, it sounds like you at least had an adventure, and uh, and there was some love, and you survived. <laughs> Fucking pets, dude. I did it when I was a kid. I had t- like four, you know, four cats and two dogs always throughout my childhood. And I was like, never, never again. I'll I'll get a goldfish maybe. I can't deal with it.
3: So what do we got going on in Discord? Well, in Discord land, we had four people join in the last two weeks since... Um, wasn't around for a bit. Um, and none of them failed, so yay for them. Congratulations. Um, we had an up-and-comer... Who started up their own DDLG age play and cosplay YouTube? Um, their name and from the Discord is Ali Little Kitten, um, and it's actually quite insightful of how l- little stuff works. And it wasn't just like a one-off; it was they're hoping to start up a new channel. So, gonna support them.
0: That's really cool. So that's one of the people in our Discord, and they kind of branched off and, and started a YouTube channel. That's amazing. Uh, hopefully, we hear some good things about them.
3: Yeah, they got motivated from being in for all hours, so they're like, I'm gonna be productive and they made a YouTube. So Ally Kidden. Congratulations and best of luck with the channel. Yes. So in other news of the Discord land, we inquired to um acronyms, which if you don't know what those are, they're when you give an acronym to a word or phrase before normally you would make like the word or phrase and then shorten it to an acronym this is the other way so So it's a backronym yes
0: yeah i saw the word and i'm like oh god another goddamn discord clever word that i'm gonna be old and not get but this one i can kind of put my head around
3: yeah it's like a real word um like nasa picked what nasa actually stood for i don't remember what it actually stood for but then they shortened it to nasa this in the other way kink we started with the word kink. What is kink an acronym for? Oh, we this had, is going to be fun. So, start off, we had kink, kneeling in numerous kennels. <laughs> so, that's for our pet players there. All right, very good. Give me another one. We had knowledgeable, intimate, naughty, kinky. Okay. So, that Dang. one was very functional. Like, it was very rack. functional. They
0: used kink in the kink, so eh, take a you yeah. know take a half point off for that. But it was good.
3: Yeah, I'm with you for that. It was like you don't use the word in the acronym, what is this? We had kittens in nefarious knots.
0: <laughs> I like that one. I like that one, because boy, I've sure seen that. Remember Abyss? Oh my god. Don't put a pile of rope in front of Abyss. That was the rule. She would
3: turn exactly into that backronym. Yes, I managed to dodge that. I just bring bells around them and I get batted at instead. Very good. Leads to less knots. Very clever. Um we, we had knife in Nan's knickers. What? I'm <laughs> like, mm, yes, our family members are very kinky, apparently. That is almost terrifying because aren't knickers like underwear? Yes, knickers are panties.
0: Well, where For the them? how the you gonna fit a knife in a this just, just sounds like danger ripping through, cutting a leg. Yeah, this is what
3: garter belts are for, but I guess you could hold them in your knickers if you wanted to. Switch if, maybe.
0: If you had an extra strong vulva and labia, you might be able to nest you might be able to just, you know, shank
3: someone with a vagina knife. I have definitely seen um, knives with dildo handles, so it's not out of the question.
0: Okay, we got some potential here. All right, I like that one. We got a couple more?
3: Yep, we've got kleptomaniacs infiltrating North Korea. I want to see that scene. That
0: is... (laughs) Wait, what was that? Kleptomaniacs infiltrating North Korea? Yep. All right, I'm sorry. If there was going to be a winner for me, that was it. What is the thing about the Pringles can? I saw a Pringles
3: can thing. Uh, it's one of those that you have to admit it's true, but you don't want to. Both sexes can fuck a Pringle can, but neither can do it well.
0: Okay, wait a minute. A Pringles can't. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah I could you see. You
3: can go in. You can go into it. But it's kind of that awkward, really large diameter. So it's like, yeah, you would have to it. fill it. It's, it's, yeah, it's going to f-
0: fill you too much. Yeah, you got to fill it with, like, oatmeal or something. You got to fill oh, it God. with... <laughs> <laughs> just, just, no, no, no. Okay, check this out. Kathy should be here. It's really creepy that you and I are having this discussion. You fill it with oatmeal, you put it between two pillows, and then you mount it. And then that's your, <laughs> that's your Pringles love. Oh,
3: God. It's like when I saw all of those, like, pie or, like, dirty socks memes. I never did those things. So I'm like, what is this trope that they keep referencing? And then when I just discovered, it's like, oh, that's why those so- Oh, God, Why? my gender <laughs> <laughs> yes get used to it you will be let down often often by the mail yeah yeah we do that a lot um in terrifying news so we don't have to end on weird things um french which is a food developer posted a no churn french yellow mustard ice cream recipe i'm like oh god god that's a punishment
0: I have heard that is a kink. That is surely a kink. I have heard of the mustard ice cream thing. Now I don't know how you could kink if I mean I could of of course you could, you know, put a scoop of that on someone's junk and then lick it off. But I don't know. Would you have mustard ice cream? Because I do it. I already know. I mix everything already. I'd put sriracha on it. Fuck it.
3: I would definitely be in the ketchup ice cream camp, not the mustard. Ketchup? Mm-hmm. Ah! Ow, ow, for ow, you found my Achilles heel, yes. Jesus. There was another one that was <laughs> related to that. I was like, mm, how to get deep in with your girl. It's like, spread their legs, thrust deeper, and tell them that technically ketchup is jam if tomatoes are fruit.
1: Dell, you really are a sadist, aren't you? Just a bit.
3: But to make you happier, um, while disturbing you, um, there was a mock-up of a Rick and Morty flashlight, which wasn't real. I was like, okay, someone probably made one. It wasn't real. Rick and Morty flashlight is it shaped like the gun? Is it
0: shaped like uh, the gun that he opens up the portals with? Because that no, would be a good it... flashlight. <laughs> oh
3: god, uh, that that would be pretty good. Uh, they shaped it like Rick's mouth, and there's some um, ah.
1: Well, yeah, okay, all right.
3: Yeah, I
0: can I can I can see that. I would not be purchasing that, but I can definitely see. How fucking Rick's
3: mouth would uh, you know interest some people? Well, in the unconfusing land, um, there are tutorials of how to make masks from anything, and there, there's this tutorial of how to make a face mask from a bra, and it cut from the video of it playing to a very well-endowed woman looking at this and then making one. though the mask they made just covered their entire face because their boobs are that big.
0: <laughs>
3: well, you know, that's good. That's. I mean, it may not be good for driving. Yeah, not for seeing, but for stopping stuff. Good for stopping stuff. I mean, I, I would say
0: a, a well endowed boob bra mask over my face would probably stop most of my sneeze from getting on anybody. Plus, yeah. smell like a giant titty. How great! Win win. <laughs> yes, it's
3: much better. I want it. Get that girl on the phone, and let's bring her on the show. i sure they got a spare. They only had to use one for their face, so there's still one for you. And the world goes round and round.
1: Perverted mailbox, bitch, what you
2: gotta say? Yeah, I'm ready to go.
0: Okay. Perverted mailbox, bitch, what you gotta say?
2: <laughs> Once again, the listeners don't get to hear that you sang the perverted mailbox jingle and you actually sounded like Engelbert Humperdinck. <laughs>
0: I did not know that's what Engelbert Humperdinck sounded like. and Very lounge terrified. lounge
2: lizard kind of ish. Oh,
0: okay. Very cool. All
2: right. So I'm going to be reading a series of, I think it's three posts, uh, three emails that we received in response to our VJJ conversation slash argument that we had not last show, but the, la- the show before, which was show 257.
0: Oh, amazing. Quite- the most was- <laughs> responses we've gotten- In a long time.
2: I was surprised because you said something like, hey, maybe we can get people to weigh in. And you've said that before and people don't weigh in. And I'm not, you know, no big deal. But I was shocked that people, that this must have struck a chord with people that they actually wrote in. So shall I begin? Yes, let us uh, review. While I enunciate. Okay. Samos wrote to us and said, hey guys, great show. The argument to start with was bloody funny. I give it on points to Kathy. The duet with Mew was really good. Well, that was, uh, let me just segue here, Boogie. That was adorable, that little duet with Mew. Evil dog? Yes.
1: I'm an evil dog and I go. Break, 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 break. I devour human souls. Break, break, break.
0: I will make you kneel and beg. Break,
1: break, break, break. I will pee right on your leg. Break,
0: break, break. I'm an evil dog.
2: Bark! 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 So adorable. He says she was very cute. It would seem that a good thing coming out of the corona is that your ingenuity around social distancing has increased the repertoire of pre recorded segments. The erotic hypnosis one was really good. I think he's he's hit on something here. I think he's right. It has hit you have just reached into your Felix bag of tricks and pulled out <laughs> <laughs> the right professor
0: and and rock bottom the professor. <laughs> now we are old. I mean yes. fe- Felix the cat was old for us. It was. Like that was pre-us and we're still Felix, I'll get you in that magic mega trick, you mother weird ass dildo-tailed pussy cat. <sighs>
2: I love that bag of tricks so much. I wanted a bag of tricks. Okay, we got to stop talking about this or I'm, my little is coming out again. Shit, now I've unleashed the beast and now she has free access to the door. All right. Uh, I will go... <laughs> stop doing Ernie. I will go on. Bakura wrote to us and said, Kathy the v- the JJ Boogie, I get your point. Yes, if you're in the moment, put up a barrier and go to town Kathy, I completely understand. If you're in your headspace when you don't enjoy cling-wrapped, boneless chicken licking, then that's all good, too. Classic... Vintage Bakura is straddling the fence and not coming down too hard on either will side. Will <laughs> not
0: commit. This is what I like. That's called an ambassador, Kathy.
2: <laughs> that's what we're going to have to about call Bakura from now on is our ambassador. The
0: perverted podcast ambassador will try <laughs> to make some sort of sense, which I think is very important. And, and I'll let you read the other things, but I think it's, that's what's so important about having our listeners chime in because you know we take opposing sides and it's like a debate you know sometimes we take that side and we kind of run with it and it doesn't mean like our life is committed to that side but we're in the debate and so we're going to take that point right so it's good for our listeners to come in and say okay I heard this side I heard that side and this is what I like or don't like exactly and
2: I, I like that people can understand both sides of it but Bakura Man, just take a stance and go with it. I think he's trying to be nice to us.
0: <laughs> you're just pissy because he didn't just say Kathy was right and Boogie's an asshole. Maybe, maybe.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Now, all right. This last one. Had- no, you're not kidding. Hey, yeah, so stop it. This last one is um quite a a name. I'm sure the people in the in the chat room will understand this. N- Nadeshiko the Fixtuk. That's a name and a fucking half.
0: Mm,
2: who says the banter between you two is one of the big draws of the podcast? This week's banter about Kathy's perspective on pussy eating was a great example. And since you mentioned wanting feedback, here goes. I'm going to have to agree with Kathy on this one. Barriers have their place, sure, but they get in the way of one of the big draws of oral sex. Oral engages in all five senses at the same time. You get your great view of her twin peaks, the intimate smell. You Okay, I'm going to stop right here, Boogie, because Natashika goes on and on and on about all the fabulous things. Uh, two paragraphs later, uh, she's still talking about how great it is to go down on a pussy, which I fully agree, but I'm not going to read it all here. But thank you, Mr. or Mrs. Fickstoke, for writing that because I had a, a lot of fun reading it. She finally finishes by saying, with a barrier in place, it takes a lot out of what makes oral the most fun thing to do. And if the giver is not as into it, then the receiver isn't going to get as much out of it. All of this assumes that the partners are at the point of safe sex practices to not need protection, which is why I agree with Kathy that a drought is better than caving and not getting the full experience. I'm glad they mentioned that because it does assume that you are fluid bonded. Never, never yes. assume that I'm saying, oh, just forget it. You don't just either go down with a barrier or without. No, you better be fucking fluid bonded with your partner before you do that.
0: Well, if you're fluid bonded, then why do you need a barrier? That's
2: my point exactly.
0: It, it, well, that's some people what I'm like saying, myself
2: whole- who don't want to um, have the barrier, but I don't want some asshole out there, like you mentioned that the, during that show, thinking that I'm advocating for just go down on anybody without the barrier, no matter what.
0: I think to reiterate because I've had some time to think about this and think about your point, and and of course I have a lot of snotty, self-righteous jokes about it. That of oh, go, course go
2: ahead. I want to hear the snotty, self-righteous jokes. No,
0: I understand. I mean, I know, because once again, just like when you only care about your experience uh, going down on someone, you're a very selfish person. So of course you want all the snotty, self-righteous jokes because once again, you're a little selfish. I understand that. That's not a big deal. Um, <laughs> oh, but what God. I was saying...
2: Can you say I'm e- selfish one more time, please?
0: <laughs> I think you might be slightly selfish. Was that passive
2: aggressive? No, that was just aggressive.
0: That was just that wasn't mildly condescending. Okay, no. No. I saw two very distinct in reading these emails. I saw some similarities, but I also saw some distinctions where first my initial gut response is my sexuality, at least with partners. Not with myself. It's all crazy in my head. But when I'm with a partner, I am about getting that reaction out of my partner. That is the the gist of my experience as I'm a performer. And so getting that reaction out of somebody, whatever I have to do, I really don't care. Whether it's fingers, dicks, of course, I like to fuck. Or there's things I like to do. But in general, my goal is to get a reaction of either power exchange, submission, eroticism, arousal, orgasm. Those are all the things that I am going for. So when it comes down to being with different people, because my sex is also based on multiple partners, and not all of those partners I am with exclusively or are with me exclusively, so there are safety concerns. We are not fluid-bonded. We have not been tested. Some of my partners I've been tested with and that we have certain rules of engagement that include us and what do we do with other partners type of thing. But I am not a monogamous person or even monogamish. So I'm going to have experiences with people that I am not fluid bonded with. So when it comes to the point of get a reaction out of this person or not get a reaction out of this person because I don't like saran wrap or a barrier or a condom, to me, it's absolutely ridiculous to not use the barrier protection or the condom because I've now cheated myself out of the thing that I enjoy, which is the reaction more than the smell, the touch, the feel, those things on my end. Does that make sense?
2: No, it does. Yeah. <clears throat> In that respect, you and I are very different because I, I, I'm I not no more monogamous than you are but i do believe in fidelity and that fidelity means that whatever dynamic we figure out um and we have i mean creative explorer and i absolutely can hang out with see fuck talk have sex with play with anybody we want but um you have to let the other person know there there are rules there you they have to be um tested before you can uh do certain acts so there's a list that we've created that has to happen. Fidelity to that list is very important to me. I don't have to be monogamous with you, but I do have to trust you and that and trust that you're going to have my back. So, sure, but um, but yeah, I don't I don't have that same um, that same drive that you do to have many se- several different partners. Uh, so yeah, you and I are absolutely coming from different places, but um. I think we both absolutely agree that safety is number one. We just may have different ways, reasons for going for one bit of safety versus another. But I love that that our listeners wrote in. I I just love hearing from them.
0: And like I said, I mean, it's totally okay that you're completely selfish and only care about your experience and not your partner's. Not a problem. Not a problem at all, Kathy. Uh, <laughs> oh to all of our listeners. That are all different- about, oh, <laughs> well, it was just that absolutism that kind of pissed me off. That I was like, right. fuck, yeah, yeah, fucking selfish. Where you're like, I have I would rather have no sex with somebody than have to use a barrier because it's not going to taste the same. And I'm like, oh. Oh, my
2: God. Once again, you That's
0: are so not selfish. <laughs>
2: totally putting words in my mouth. Didn't you remember that? No, didn't you remember that? Example I gave you was what has happened in the past. Is I was playing with a girl. I was I was fingering her. I was playing with a clit. I was getting her off. I mean, she had so many orgasms during that play session. I fucking lost count. And when I play with women, that's how I play. I just I stop at that other thing. I don't deprive them of having having a joy or a good time. That happens happens to be one of my things too. I love that power. That I can I can make someone feel that good. That's a big element of my dominance.
0: Kathy, I'm just
2: talking shit.
0: I know you're I not know. selfish-ish, but uh,
2: <laughs> I know-ish that you're not selfish-ish. <laughs> no, I hate hey, part of my did. come on,
1: come on, Kathy, we're just talking I shit. Here.
2: Totally get it. Not there. Selfishness is a huge part of my nihilism. <laughs> How can you be nihilistic and not be selfish? Not well, possible. I mean, we're
0: all. No matter what, we are all selfish, and I will paste a hundred examples of my selfishness. And that was a gut response. Of my (laughs) self-righteousness to make myself better than you and the listeners. And of course, when listeners start piping in and they start going, yeah, Kathy won on points and stuff like that. And I'm like, it's easy to kind of blow it off and be like, well, I totally understand how you would all go with Kathy because you're all selfish loser pieces of shit uh, as opposed to me (laughs) as being amazing and wonderful and so sexually generous. But then you think about the things and that's when I really got into, okay, all kidding aside. It is very important to understand your attachment to your level of fidelity is completely different than mine. Right. And that's really where the conversation started to take the positive turn. We got away from the debate and then we got into, well, that is why it is so important to communicate. What does that mean to you? Like when I I made some jokes and then you're like, no, Boogie, no, 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 you didn't hear me. I don't like it it's not that it's less or more i actually don't like that and right. so once we started talking in that you can't argue with that when someone says i legitimately don't like this you you can't just bully them into no 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 you really like this you know oh, take yeah, this personality test
2: you don't have control over what your your desires what your likes your dislikes they they just pop up this is why i've always said there's really not that free will is an illusion. There's so much about your brain that just happens that you have no control over. So yeah, I wish I did, man. I wish that I liked that. I wish a lot of things back to the whole surrender argument. I wish that I could be a much freer person that I, I didn't, I, I, that I wasn't, um, had to have a connection with somebody in order to have sex with them. It would make me a much freer person and I'd be much cooler too. You know, I could go on and on. I wish I didn't have a lot of those things that, that I think rein me in. But anyway, I'm sorry I cut you off.
0: But no, it's actually a, a perfect example that Kathy is Kathy. And it doesn't mean that you can't have great experiences as the Kathy you are. It just means you really need to spend time accepting what Kathy is and what the parameters of Kathy's desires, wants, needs, hierarchy of needs that you talk about a lot, which is amazing. And mine. And I have to deal with that. That surrender is so ingrained in everything that we do that I can't possibly move forward with any aspect of my life until I just accept this is the way I am. How am I going to use it?
2: Right, right. I feel like I want to start talking about myself in the third person. What does Kathy want? Who (laughs) is Kathy? (laughs)
0: Who is the persona of Catherine? Does it annoy you if people call you Catherine? No, I actually like it. It's a pretty name. Catherine is a, a delightfully pretty name, but it doesn't have the same as effect as Cathy.
2: <laughs> Not the way you say it. Cathy. Kathy,
0: Because <laughs> so, it's just two syllables. It it nails it. It has some spunk and kerr. Cr- and it lets me know. Hey, hey,
2: hey. Hey, I don't have spunk. Okay, there's no spunk on me. Hey.
0: You could Could make that happen for you I'm
2: going to touch your squiggle again Don't touch my squiggle
0: (laughs) You'll get squiggle spunk on you
2: Ew Squiggle spunk
0: Of course at my age it's more of a dribble than a spunk
2: Alright I'm sorry but that's got to be the name of this show Squiggle spunk Dribble, <laughs> squiggle, squiggle, but squ- we can't even say it <laughs>
0: <laughs> in marketing. That sounds like a great idea.
2: Uh, isn't it fabulous? A, a name no one can say. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's perfect. What was that show? <laughs> oh, does that start with an L? <laughs> We're such
2: savvy entrepreneurs, aren't we? <laughs> And we have come to the end of show two fifty-nine. Thank our thanks <laughs> Our thanks and our unending gratitude to you, our loyal listeners, for joining us every week, for writing to us when the muse is upon you, and for supporting us on patreon.com forward slash parade podcast. Boogie and I may joke often about having nothing without this show, but trust me when I say it's no joke. And finally
0: <laughs> Amen. Amen, <When> sister you- <laughs> Kathy. Sister Katherine. <laughs>
2: <laughs> thank you brother boogie and finally when you're sitting at your computer tonight give into your temptations and do what you know you've always wanted to do but for some ridiculous reason just haven't yet open your email account start a message type in perverted at gmail.com and send us a note that's all i got boogie
0: kathy as uh, oftentimes is the case a wonderful show to be here with you find sister Catherine. I enjoy your drunk Sesame Street little. And to all of our other listeners, thank you for being my only sanity in life. And uh, we'll see you next week on Show 260. Woo-hoo!
2: Perverted podcast is a little.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, perverted podcast is a little, Kathy. I want to
2: kiss you so much, so much.
1: My lips would get Parker stuck. I might look funny, but I'd be so happy. That you're in my world. They'd send in doctors from all foreign nations to undo my pucker stuck. They'd be perplexed as to how lips could stick just by kissing a girl. understand. You are no ordinary girl. You fill me with so much desire. You bring fire to a heart that was previously so very cold. The press would come to report, report on my fucker stuck. A picture of me on the five o'clock news I would appear on all the late night talk shows To show them my pucker stuck I'd say being ready to kiss you Is not a negative issue Presentation I'd say you don't got it right Her kiss causes magic And instant inebriation Why is it so bad To want to kiss The one that you love All the time I'm not I'm conflicted not Yes I am addicted I me. Yeah.